You are listening to the Starter Girls Podcast with Jennifer Loading, where extraordinary decisions produce extraordinary results. These are my friends, these are your friends, and they are living the extraordinary. Today's episode is brought to you by Walt Mills, photographer of Glad Models Agency. If you are here in the Dallas or surrounding area and looking for some photography work, check out Walt Mills. You can learn more about him at photosbywalt.com. All right, today's a great day to be brave. You might as well start now. You have the power to change your circumstances any day you decide. Let today be that day. Rise up, be amazing, be you, do you. All right, my friends, I'm super excited to welcome my guests to the show today. We have Anna and Will Harris of the Great Home Team. They are a real estate, a real estate team with Keller Williams. And Will himself is a veteran of 16 years in the Army, right. has his MBA from Liberty University. I'm excited. I did not know that about you. So I'm actually excited to hear that. She sent me some really good stuff today. He's been a realtor for four years. Anna has also been a realtor for four years, but started her background 15 years ago in property management and just recently became licensed in that last four years. Both of them, different parts of the country, Texas and Nebraska. They are also involved in the Rotary Club, been in that in there for three years. And what's neat about them, and I think this is what really gets me excited, is the fact that you guys actually give back to the community and do a lot with veterans. So I'm super excited to talk about that today. And you are a blended family, am I correct? Correct. With four kiddos. And I just, and I did not realize all the numbers in this because you've got 20, 21, 18, and two 16 year olds. That's right. That's right. So you are busy because I have a 16 year old and I know what that's like. So welcome to the show. We're super excited to have you guys here. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right. So we're going to jump into this and y'all know I'm a little energy ball. So y'all are going to have to like, you know, deal with me for a little while. So I kind of want to talk about this because were you guys together when you got into real estate or were y'all so you were? Okay. Yes. So I'm interested to know because you were in property management. So you've kind of been in this, but you were not in that. So I, how did this come about for you guys? How did this, how did all this, like, we're going to be real estate agents? That's a funny story. So, so honestly, I was about 30 days out from officially retiring from the army and didn't exactly have a job lined up yet. And so Anna's like, let's just get a real estate license and start a real estate business. So we went to talk to uh, a friend of hers, I guess, in real estate and, uh, Literally about 40 days later, I got my license and she got her license about a month after that. And wow. basically just cold turkey, just she quit what she was doing. I ended up what I was doing. We just started real estate. We dove in head so. first. I love it. That is, that is so like incredibly brave. Do you know how many people can like never do that? Like I'm that type of person. Like I'm the person that would be like, Hey, I got an idea. Let's run with it and go. And so I'm so impressed with that because you know, so many people, I think they, they get these ideas and then they just sort of kind of sit on them and, and marinate. And it's like, I hate that word marinate. Cause they're like, let's sit and think. I'm like, no, do not think because you'll talk yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. So I think that is so incredibly powerful. And you guys have only been in like for four years. And I think the thing that has really impressed me about you two is the kind of customer service that you give and really just, you know, having been in the sales industry myself, I mean, I, I started in network marketing, so I've been in that industry. This November was my 21st year that I've been like in that sales field. And so I get sales very, very well. And so the thing with that, I think that sets you apart is that customer service that you guys do. So I want to talk a little bit even about that, just really as a team, a husband and a wife team working together, which brings its own interesting dynamics to the group. Tell us a little bit about that. How do you guys make that work? Like, tell us what, what do you have specific roles that you do? Or is one of you doing something else? The other one's doing something else? Share a little bit with us on that. So we have extreme polar opposite personalities. I and love that. we kind of capitalize on that or we take advantage of that and we um, kind of work off of each other. So we have 
um, we have our own specific roles, and yet we we work together on a lot of projects and a lot of clients and a lot of um, events and everything to make things work. So we we learned that early on. Um, our broker has a lot of, um, or our brokerage has a lot of tools that we utilize that they can uh, assess and analyze your personality traits. And so we, we took advantage of that. As soon as we figured out how far opposite we were and it identifies our strengths, we work with that. I love that. All right. So let's talk about this real estate. Tell us a little bit about this. What do you love about this? What is, what is this for you? What, what makes this the thing that just really gets you going during the day and gets you excited? Can we take that one? <laughs> well, honestly, I feel like we have the best career in the world, to be, to be fair. I mean, we get to help people achieve the American dream of home ownership. And, you know, unfortunately, people get themselves in a lot of financial trouble, especially in the area of real estate. And we're able to help them navigate through that and get out of it. And a lot of what we do is just consulting, really, and just, just helping people. Yeah. So. And it's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. never the same. Um, there's no boredom in real estate. Just, uh, yeah. I mean, there, there's some repetitive tasks uh, involved in it. And, and yet at the same time, it's really, it's diverse. It's fun. And you get to actually help people the way yeah. you want to help them and the way they need it. There's no restrictions or box that you have to stay within. Right. I love that. Well, and I think I think the great thing about that, and I can even though that I'm not in that field, I can certainly understand that freedom and flexibility of being able to because you're working with different people, different kinds of people, different problems, different things you're trying to solve, or different homes. I mean, when you get down to the you know to the to peeling the onion layers off, mm-hmm. I guess. But I love what you said, the consulting part, because I feel like anytime you're working with people, I, I feel like there's that consulting piece, and it's that building relationships that's immensely important right. and this kind of stuff. So I love that. And I, I still, you know, I was talking the other day to somebody about like, how do you pick? Because obviously in the field that I am, you guys are the same way. We've all, we met master networks. We know a lot of people that do different things. And I talk about, you know, on, on any given day, you know, another financial planners and, and, and like introducing to me another real estate agent. But here's the thing I was talking to somebody not too long ago about like, who are my favorite real estate people? You know, and you guys always come up, come up in my conversation because I think what you guys do is very unique. When you're having to pick who's going to be that real estate agent, what makes you different from everybody else? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, you just have to be yourself. I love all those little things that you do because I think they just, it really sets you apart from a lot of people that are in that industry. Sure. So, and that's why your people, they come back. I mean, do you guys find that you have a high, I know house buying, it's not, we don't, the same people don't buy houses and turn them over quickly, but are you finding that these people send you referrals, like they come back to you and, and send things your direction? Yeah. A lot of it is staying top of mind. A lot of it is the experience and we try to do enough of both that people do keep us uh, in mind whenever they're sending referrals or when they want to do business again. That's good. I love it. Well, really it's about, it's about the relationship too. Yeah. You kind of touched on earlier. We're in Mm -hmm. abusive relationships. It's what what we do. And just adding that, that personal touch, if you will, because we really do care about everybody we work with. I mean, yeah, really care. And yeah. we just, you know, it's how we kind of convey that by just going that extra mile, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. It's all good. I'm loving it. I think it's all awesome. And I think it does. It sets you apart. We've already said that probably enough times. Guys, if you need real estate agent, here's your team right here. <laughs> they are awesome. They are awesome. So I want to ask y'all kind of, I, because this whole show is about, I feel like, 
It's about mindset and success. And I think the thing that I always talk about when everybody comes on this show, there's a couple things I talk about. One is I try to find people that their core values align with my core values. Everybody that's on the show is, they're all completely different, but there are things about them that resonate with me. Things that either in my career or as, as a human being, whatever that is that I pick up on. So there's that. The other part of it is, is that I, I really, when I'm doing the show, it's about showing people that everyday ordinary people are living these extraordinary lives because they just make a few different decisions, right? Mm -hmm. And so there are some people, you know, when we had my friend Kaylee on here, we said, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to love what you do, right? But right. we just, most of us like our autonomy, <laughs> right? Yes. We like our freedom. So I, it, to me, this is all about mindset and success because I, I feel like there are certain things that you have to be very deliberate about in order to have a successful business. So I want to direct this in, in Will, I want to hear what you have to say coming from the military. And I want to hear from you too. So when you guys are going after a goal, you know, working on a project, you know, whether that is to have a certain increase in sales or whatever you're trying to do, what does this mindset look like to you? How do you tackle this? Sure. A lot of positivity. I love it. Um, you know, a, a lot of people, whenever you say, okay, well, what do you want? Like what's possible for you? They're like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I mean, maybe I should just go with something real easy that there's no way I can not get it. And we're just like, how high can we go? We've gone this far, how much higher can we go? And there's never the conversation of, no, that's too high. We don't, we don't really, I mean, we're reasonable in our goals uh, and yet we're positive in the direction that we're going. And as long as we have a plan to get there, we just go forward with it. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, really, really with with anything we take on, we start with the end in mind because you have to know where you're going and what your 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 why is for that mm -hmm. particular thing, whatever it may be. Right. Um, but, you know, you just kind of backwards plan from there. Like, who, who is the what, where and when of that particular scenario and just it's got to work it out. You're going to I mean, any, with anything in life, you're going to have adversity. You're going to have pushback. You're going to have people in your life that tell you you can't do it or hold you back. You just got to push through that and realize where you're going. So that's good. A little at a time. Yeah, yeah, I know that's good. You said a lot of really good things. Like one, I think the going in and just understanding there's going to be adversity, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's huge. And I think, you know, and uh, that's something that I've always, when I'm tackling pretty much anything, I just assume there's going to be a problem. I just mm -hmm. really just assume it's going to be somewhere. It's a matter of where it is, but mm -hmm. I also look at it that I'll get through it. There's, I have, always have something in my hip pocket. Yeah, there's another plan. I pull it out. I there joke about this. All. I have plans. Like, they just come out. Like, and I don't ever know them right away. Like, they just sort of, like, creep up as we go. I'm like, oh, I got another idea, another solution. Sure. Let's try this. So yeah. that's really good. I love that. And, and do you mind if I add yeah. something? It's important, too, whenever you do have those, that adversity, mm -hmm. is that it's not a, oh, time to stop. It's not going to work. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh, that's just part of the process. Let's right. just deal with it and move on and not just freeze and panic at that point in time. So the, the positivity has a lot to do with that and yeah. the, the always plan B, you know, or just rolling with it as it goes. Um, what do they call it? Failing forward? Yeah. That's yeah. Failing, forward. failing forward is amazing. If you're not failing forward, you're not moving. Yeah. hundred percent. It's, it's all mindset too. I mean, reality, reality is all of us, we're only five years away from where we really want to be in life. Mm -hmm. And you just got to take action and do it. And that's where most people mess up is they don't take action. That's good. Or they just hit, they hit a little bit of adversity and they quit. Yeah. They just don't That's push good. past that. I've never heard anybody say that. So. Like I, everything you said, I mean, I've heard that, but I've never had anybody put it that way. There's only five years. That's really sure. good. I like that. That's good. Look, every time I do a show, there's like one little piece of takeaway. Like I get something every time. It's like, and then I use it again and I'll go like, somebody came on my show and said this really good thing sure. I had not heard before. So that might be our clip we could Yeah, I just, I just look at us because 
you know, four years ago, we started this business with basically nothing. Yeah. And now we're in the top 1% of agents in the entire state of Texas Love as far it. as production. So, yeah, that's so awesome. And I, never, I never, never thought we'd be here today, but here we are. You know so. what I think is so neat about you two is y'all are so humble about this. I'd be like, you know what? You two need to stand up right now and own that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's incredible. I mean, it's, it's something to definitely be proud about. But I think that's what makes you two so unique, too, is that you're humble about what you do. And, and you know, when you're working from... Epic, working from passion, like you said earlier, you know, really know where you're going, what your purpose is, your passion is when you're working from that space. I think that you enjoy what you're doing and that really just comes across as authenticity to everybody else. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You know, when people are not working from that space mm -hmm. and we all know those are, those are our spam friends. You are going to laugh. I joke about this every day. I'm like, who is going to be in my LinkedIn today that I'm going to have to mute or I'm going to have to get rid of today yep. for spamming me. Mm -hmm. It's like every day, like, I just want to have this lesson about the spamming. You know, yes. like, don't do that. Yes. So. I love this. So I want to talk a little bit about the Rotary Club and what you guys do for the community, because I know y'all do a lot for the veterans and stuff. And um, I'm just interested, I guess, in share a little bit about what the, you know, what y'all do with that. And maybe I know there's a lot of uncertainty right now with the COVID going mm -hmm. on, but if you have anything coming up that you're working on, this would be a great time to put a plug in for that and share a little bit about it with us. Do you want to talk about bird's eye view? Sure. Go we'll, for it. We'll start, with, start with the Rotary first. Yeah, we've been in the North Texas Pioneers Rotary Club in Plano for three years now. Okay. I guess like I was the president mm -hmm. last year and has been in leadership in the club too. So mm -hmm. really, we do we do a lot of things locally in the community, especially when it comes to blood drives. That's one of the things our club's kind of known for. So, okay. but yeah, definitely that's uh, just, just a great way to really get involved in the community because they're doing things for nonprofits all over the place, right? Gotcha. But uh, right now, we, uh, we're connected with the Bird's Eye View Project. Uh, we get a little which bit. Which is not Rotary. Which is not Rotary. Gotcha. Totally separate, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's it's a it's a local veteran nonprofit, and we give a little bit to them every month. And one of the things we're working on is giving a little bit out of every closing back to them as well. So mm -hmm. that way, the 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 clients that we help with buying or selling their house, they're giving as well. So it's just it kind of comes all around, you know. Yeah. So I like the Bird's Eye View project because it's um, it it almost reminds me of Rotary and that we're always giving a little bit, whether through time or money or or whatever or you know spreading the word or anything, um, to smaller organizations mm -hmm. that have a big impact on the community, mm -hmm. even internationally sometimes. Um, Bird's Eye View Project is sort of like a, an umbrella that brings in all these smaller veteran organizations, nonprofits, and um, help some fundraise, you know, like the big, big ones, uh, the big veteran nonprofits that have all these great sponsors and funding coming in, they tend to take a lot of the spotlight away from the smaller ones. Gotcha. So it's just, you know, kind of like a big brother taking care of the smaller family there. And I, I like that. It was nice to identify with it. Yeah. All right. This has been awesome. I want to switch gears on you a little bit. I'm going to do a couple of fun questions with you guys. All right. So be, we, can, we can just, now we can be unserious for a minute. All right. So... Morning or night person? Night. Morning. Night. Mm -hmm. Your morning. Although late morning. Late morning. Okay. <laughs> so I know not to call you guys. I know not to message you early in the mornings. I'm I'm the five a.m.er. Yeah. Like you don't get up early in the morning after being in the middle. You're like I got you're revolting. Like you did. You're like I did it all those years. Well, I'm over the now. truth <laughs> is, the truth is, if I started my day at four a.m., I could probably do more in a, than I would do in an entire week by eight a.m. That's me. Yeah. But if I go into work at ten. The day's already over. Gotcha. So you, yeah. it's a mindset yeah. thing. It really is. We, so. we have a lot of trouble shutting ourselves off. Yeah. yeah so, well, I think that's, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I think that's, well, that's because you love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. 
That's why. When you, yeah. it's kind of like, I was watching some Elon Musk video and he was, I don't remember what he was talking about, what he was creating, but he was talking about how, I can't even tell you all of it. It was a while back, but he was talking about how when you have that passion, you wake up and that's all you think about. Like you get up mm-hmm. in the morning and you're like, what am I going to do today? You know? And I think that's such an amazing feeling when you have that, because when you have the opposite, you get up and you're like, oh, it's Monday. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, do you guys look at Monday? You're like, it's Monday. It's a new week. Like it's a new week. You can make magic. You got the whole week to make magic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, I mean, we don't really look at the week as a traditional week anyways, because right. our business is just kind of, I mean, sometimes we work seven days a week. Sometimes we work not at all and we go on vacation sometimes. I mean, yeah. it's just, it all revolves around whatever's happening with our clients, really. Yeah. That's the great thing about what we do is if, if I if I work 14 days straight and it's Wednesday and I don't have a lot going on, I can choose to take the day off if I want to. Yeah. So it's just... Yeah. And the yeah. same goes if you guys want to go on vacation, you can yeah. you can call your shots. Yes. Right? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That. That, that's the freedom of autonomy. Yes, yep. it is. Exactly. Yes, it is. All right. So cat or dog person? Dog. Dog. Animals. Yeah. Animals? Just say animals. <laughs> I don't I don't You don't pick. Yeah. No, you're I don't e- pick. You're an equal opportunity I am, animal. Lover. I am. <laughs> I was telling him I want an armadillo. A baby or an armadillo. armadillo. <laughs> I, you know, I can lend you a gecko if you want to try an or a turtle if you want sure. to try something Rick out. West. So I was you're gonna laugh. I was doing a podcast or I was doing okay, so I had to get on Zoom yesterday and I had no idea. It was for this event that I'm doing on Friday, but I didn't know that I was gonna have to show my face or I was gonna have to actually talk and give like a, an elevator pitch. So I'm thinking I'm just going to keep the, the camera off. So I go and I hide in my son's room. And he's got a terrarium on the dresser over here with the turtle. And on the other side, there's a gecko, right? And then he's got this filter thing running in the back. And so I'm sitting in there and I'm like, oh, we got to talk now. So I put the zoom on and the guy is on the on the camera and he says, do you have a terrarium back there? And I'm like, um, yeah, I'm hiding in my son's room right now. So, <laughs> so yep. We're equal opportunity animal lovers yes. in our house. We have all kinds. So I've had we've had snakes, we've had rats, mm-hmm. gerbils. Fun. Yeah, we've had a lot. Okay, what's your favorite food? All food. All food. She's equal you're equal opportunity, period. I like experiences. <laughs> I, I can't discount I something it. until I try it. I love it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite food? If, it, if it'll go in my stomach, I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, y'all are easy to take out for dinner. Then you yeah. like, go. We just find a spot. We're going. Yeah, we're good. good. Nobody's picky. I love it. Yep. Are, are your kids picky though, or no? Yes, they are. They don't yes. have to eat either. So that's true too. Well, you know, teenagers. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're at that stage. When when my kids were younger, they would eat anything I handed them with no yeah. question. Um, now that they are, are making their own decisions, they're like, yeah, we want pizza. Yeah. And that's when you say figure it out. Yes. Yep. Exactly. I know, I know. Exactly. my son got a job. He got a job. So now he's working at this little bubble tea place. And so he's making, he got promoted to shift manager. Nice. So he's making pretty oh, good money good. at 16. He's like, he thinks he's rich. He's rolling mm-hmm. in the dough. So he keeps spending all his money on food. <laughs> he keeps eating out. I'm like, yep. he comes home the other day. He's got a Whataburger cinnamon roll. I said, you drove all the way to Whataburger to get a cinnamon roll? And he's like, oh, and I got a Dr. Pepper slushie. And I'm like, that is just awful. <laughs> he does every day. He's out buying food. I'm like, you could have more money if you'd stop wasting it on food. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, all right. If you guys were stuck on a deserted island, this is my, one of my favorite questions, and you had food you could eat, you got your staples, what would be the one thing you'd have to have? Oh, I think outside the box. It's already quiet. That's all I want. You want what? I, I just want it to be quiet. You want it to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you need a chair. There you go. <laughs> you need a, you need a sofa or something <laughs> you can sit on or a hammock. 
gosh. Will be the one thing to be important to I you. mean Yeah, it's like there's too many. I got No, I mean I, I I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Like yeah. a deserted island to me is like paradise. So yeah. I feel like I'd be totally content there. If I already had food. Yeah. So maybe you both just need like couches or something, like a hammock or something. <laughs> That'd be great. A hammock. Okay, That'd there you go. Hammock. Yeah, Perfect. Need hammocks. That's all you need. You'll be good. Hammock. I didn't live in a deserted island, so I don't know. I'd be like, what are we going to have there? This is, I don't know. My husband took us to, he, they, he grew up in Montana, and so it's very rustic out there. And there was this cat, his younger brother, uh, they do hunting out there. So he's got like a lease where people can come and they can rent out these mm -hmm. cabins and go hunting up there. Anyways, there's a cabin in the woods. It's in the woods. They don't have a phone in the cabin. Yep. The doors don't lock. There's no curtains on the windows. So we took the kids out there one year. And it was so funny because they get in and they're like, uh, the doors don't lock and there's no curtains on these windows. And we're like, it's a cabin in the woods. There's nobody yep. anywhere <laughs> there's inside. No need. So no kidding. The next morning we got up, we had a flat tire. No sure. phone and cell phones don't work out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm like, go figure, right? Yep. Cabin in the woods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So anyway. perfect start to a yeah. fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was going through my mind? I was I was like, well, now maybe Jason Voorhees could be out here. You never know. You know, Cabin in the Woods, yep. Camp yep. Crystal Lake. You know, yep. there's a pond over there. Mm -hmm. So anyways, all right, last fun question. If you guys could be any superhero or character for a day, what would you pick? I remember this question, and I was talking with Will about it, and I grew up with no TV, and wow. I mean, yeah, I struggle with this one a lot. Um, because I can't really identify with anybody, any characters that you've seen on TV. I didn't yeah. read any comics growing up either. So if you were going to, I guess, maybe just make up one, then your own character, it'd be Anna, Anna, the magic maker. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be your magic new maker. She's going to be yeah. Anna, the magic maker. Look, I okay, told you I'm an idea magic. generator. Magic would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have new names for you guys. You need a wand too, because then you could be you like, you know, I don't know. Like, I like the magic fingers. Yeah, magic fingers. That was a, there was a show. What was that? It was a cheerleading yes. show, and they did the magic fingers. Is that cheer? Yes, I remember it. All right, yes. well, do you have a character? Dang it. Um, can I be Thor? You can be Thor. I'll be Ooh. Thor. You I'll can be, be whatever you want. She's Matt. She's Magic Anna. Is that what we said? Magic Magic Anna. <laughs> magic Finger Anna. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I told you this is the best part of the podcast because we're being all serious and then we got to get this is the best part. All right, you guys have been amazing. So if our listeners want to learn a little bit more about the Great Home Team, what you guys going on with the Rotary Club, giving back to the community, all of that, where do we send them to go? Go to our website at greathometeam.com. Mm -hmm. You can reach out to us there. All our contact info is there. You can read our reviews and uh, check out what we have going on. You guys are awesome. Thank you for coming on here. Thank you Thank for sharing. You. Thank you for being patient and playing along with my little rapid fires. That's my favorite part. You know, <laughs> when I get ready to do the short clips, I'm going to be, I might be pulling out the magic finger ones. We got some good stuff in there. We're gonna pull <laughs> All right. And to our listeners, I do want to say, of course, if you enjoy our show, please be, uh, please give us a rating on iTunes. Check us out on Amazon and iHeart and hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. And with that, I want to leave you guys with a couple final thoughts. All right. When one door closes, another opens. But we often look so long and so regretfully, I can't say that word, regretfully, upon the closed door that we do not see the one which has opened for us. Mm. And that is by Alexander Graham Bell. Pretty cool, huh? Mm -hmm. All right, final thought for the day. In order to have success, you must start. And that start begins with a decision. 
All right, you guys take care, be safe, and be kind to one another. We'll see you next time.